Hey everyone, I'm Donovan Chapman. I just want to tell you, stay tuned with Troy and Howie. These guys are great. Some say we're tough, some say we're strict Because we wear the badge and we never quit Train to protect you while you're on the road Black and white is always ready to roll Working as a highway patrolman Seen a bunch of things I don't understand Working these long 12-hour shifts Trying to meet the deadline on my bills You can cross the line at a Texas state sign I'll be waiting on the other side Working as a highway patrolman Living by the star and the law of the land Some say we're abusive, some say we're corrupt No, no That thin blue line represents our love For a fallen trooper serving on the job We serve to protect them by the grace of God Working as a highway patrolman a bunch of things I don't understand Working these long 12-hour shifts Trying to meet the deadline on my bills You can cross the line at a Texas state sign I'll be waiting on the other side Working as a highway patrolman Living by the star and the law of the land When we're on that open road For you we'll risk our lives so that you can get back home It's a feeling we hold deep inside To always check our pride Cause under God we took the oath Working as a highway patrolman I've seen a bunch of things I don't understand Working these long 12 hour shifts Trying to meet the deadline on my bills Cross the line at a Texas state sign I'll be waiting on the other side Working as a highway patrolman Living by the star and the law of the land Working as a highway patrolman Living by the star and the law of the land Come on Working as a highway patrolman Living by the star and the law of the land Hey guys, thanks for listening to another show right here on Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Hey Troy, where can they find us? Yeah, they can get us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We even have a YouTube channel out there, Howie. And the rarely used Twitter. We did start <laughs> off using Twitter pretty often, but uh, we've, we've yeah. you know cut back on that a little bit but it's still there and if you want to email us you can do that as well you can email me stay tuned tnh at gmail.com or you can email howie stay tuned howie at gmail.com so 
That's about all I have, Howie. You have anything to add to that? Well, you know what, Troy? Uh, I just want to just let the listeners know to just keep listening. You know, not only listen, but like, share, follow, and subscribe to everything that we put out there, whether it's social media or just our simple podcasts. You know, just, just listen, guys. Enjoy. Hey, all. What's up? This is Brian from Data Monster Customs. Are you looking for that unique gift for your spouse, sibling, child boss or anyone for every occasion well we do one-of-a-kind personalized figures check us out on instagram at data monster that's d-a-d-d-a-m-o-n-s-t-e-r or just put data monster into the google machine and check out everything we can do for you once again this is brian for data monster customs Welcome to another episode here of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. And uh, Troy, it's just you and I this week. Just you and I. We'll do a little catching up, um, see what's going on with some current events type thing. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into the World Cup here a little bit. I know we don't talk much soccer, but um, that is a, what, is the World Cup every four years just like the Olympics? I think it is. I think I it think is. I think it is, but, and, yeah. and USA hasn't been in for quite a while. Uh, I think they kept missing the qualifiers or something like that, like yeah. not making it in. And uh, and as we'll talk about in just a little bit, they're actually in the what they call the knockout round now. So we'll mm-hmm. see where that goes. Uh, we're going to get into Russia here a little bit and Ukraine and uh, kind of revisit our conversation with Franz Siedlmeier from last week. Yep. Um, and we'll see where else it goes. we got maybe some college football playoff updates. We'll see where get into that. Maybe play a little music in the background. We were trying to play around <laughs> with that, and it just wasn't coming out right. Yeah. So we're going to try. Hopefully it shows up for you guys and sounds okay. If not, well, it was an A for the effort. Exactly. And we're officially <laughs> in the Christmas season, too. I yeah. mean, that's something we can talk about. Um, you know, where are you in regards to, uh, all right, Thanksgiving is over. Um, is that tree up yet? Decorations up? What's going on? Well, I happened to be on call the week of Thanksgiving. So I, I ended up giving in and actually putting the tree up a week before Thanksgiving. Oh, my um, God. Because I, cause I knew things would be a little hectic with Thanksgiving and me being on call and not knowing um, if I get called out or not. And like I said, I'm like the only one in the house that always wants to wait till after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So... Usually we give in to my daughter because her birthday's right around Thanksgiving. We're like, okay, sure. we'll do it for your birthday. That's what you like to do. You like to have the tree up. You like to have the decorations up. So we'll do it for your birthday. And her birthday mm-hmm. happened to be on Thanksgiving this year. So we gave in and we did it the week before since I knew I'd be on call and blah, blah, blah. So, uh-huh. so the tree's up. You know, I didn't really do any outside light yet. I am probably going to do that maybe this weekend um, since the Bills play on Thursday night this week. And actually the game will be over as you're hearing this recording. 
So I won't really be as involved into watching football as much on Sunday as I usually do because the bills have already been played. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'll probably get some lights up on, on Sunday for that. So what about you? I, I seen you had a couple pictures on social media. How are you doing? Are you pretty much done decorating or are you going to throw a few more things um, up? Just, just outside I'm done okay. decorating. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I did. I did, um, some extra lights since I put those pictures up, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, for the most part I'm done outside. We haven't done anything inside yet. Gotcha. Do you, are you a real tree guy? Um, I'm a real tree guy, but my wife has allergies towards it. Ah. So, so I, so we don't do it anymore. We Is there any to. type of tree that wouldn't affect her like that? Or that's, um, I'm, 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 I'm thinking there would be, right? I mean, there's gotta be, yeah, right. you would think so. Um, but I mean, there's freaking dogs for people with allergies. So <laughs> I know, yeah. I know there's gotta be something out there, but then again, it would be just a gamble and you know, yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I've always I was always a real tree person um, until I married my wife, and they always had the fake tree. Um, yeah, and I, I always kind of thought it would be cool, and maybe I'll have to re- revisit this conversation with her. But I think it, it's a kind of a neat tradition to go out and pick a tree out and that type of thing. Um, but then you have to keep after it, right? Then you got to water yeah, it. And you, yeah. gotta, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and then you get those pine needles everywhere. I know, <laughs> especially near the end. Like, yeah. you know, the, the day after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's, it, it's just an ugly mess. And then when you get the thing out of the house, the needles go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you, they do yeah. make tree bags now, so I guess you could probably get one of those, right? Yeah, yeah, we we do have one of those. Yeah. yeah. Does that help out a lot? It does. Okay, it does. But, but you, still you don't keep one inside out. anymore now, though. So no, not anymore. But like our cat would track it through the house. It's yeah, gotcha. It just it wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Like the first, I don't know, four to five days after the tree's up, we're finding ornaments on the ground every day because of the stupid cats. Mm-hmm. Ugh, such a pain. But <laughs> yeah. Um, so here we go, Howie. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to play something in the background here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're gonna here see we go. how this goes. Um, but anyway. Um, what, 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 what did you want to get into with the Ukraine here thing? What, what, what you, well, you mean, kind of said you wanted to revisit this conversation a little bit. So, well, I just thought, I just thought our conversations with, uh, Franz Siedlmeier, I mean, there was a lot that he couldn't say. Yes. And, uh, I, and I noticed that, that too. Yeah. Yeah. And as a former investigator, that's the thing that my mind obsesses on. Okay. You know? Um, my mind obsesses on the on the evidence that isn't available, hmm. you know, and uh, so what does that make you think? Well, he has, what it makes definitely me has some think, inside connections. Yeah, he definitely has inside connections. Obviously, he can't talk about it. I mean, he pretty much said that. And, um, you know. And uh, boy, that sound isn't very good, Troy. <laughs> Just saying, if if people are trying to listen to some music, it's not happening. Well, this is just on his background, but the main yeah. reason I was looking at this and thinking about this is let me just stop talking here for a second. Just to any better? It, a little bit, a little bit, not much. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like uh, it sounds like an AM radio station that only one speaker is working. That we used to work out at. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So anyway, my point here was um, 
I was hoping to to play a little background music, and we're going to have to play around with this and figure this out because oh yeah, the, we'll get back into Ukraine talk one second time out though. Um, our Spotify playlist, like, there's so much music on there right now. I know. And you guys just got to go check it out. I was hoping to play a little bit in the background as we were talking, just so that people would get an idea of what's on this list and what they can hear. Yeah. Um, so real quick, just a quick cheap plug. Um, go to Spotify, look up Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie the Music. Um, I'll share it on social media here again um, you know, when the episode drops. Um, you, you guys got to check it out. There's so much on here, so many mm-hmm. different artists we've talked to. So please... One more last time, and then I'll, I'll drop it from here. Go check it out. Stay tuned with Troy and Howie the Music on Spotify. So there it yeah, is. Yeah, you know what else we should do on like on our Facebook uh, page? We should just play um, a couple a YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. And then you so. can have our, um, our link, our Spotify link. Yes. Yep, we should definitely do that. So... Um, so yeah, back to Franz here. Yeah, I mean, he definitely has somebody on the inside. He definitely knows something going on over there in the Ukraine. Um, as I said last week when we were talking to him, like n- nobody thought this thing was going to be, <laughs> nobody thought it was going to last nine months or whatever we're at now. And and here yeah. here it is, nine months later. Yeah. I mean, nobody gave them a week, you know. Oh, um, I know. I mean, I I was one of the folks to where I'm like, there's no way if these guys go hardcore, they're going to take over they're going to take it over and, and own yeah. it in no time. Now it almost feels to me, and, and this wasn't really from anything, what anything Franz said, but just the, the information that he was giving us about them hanging in there yet. It, I was kind of getting the impression that there's somebody helping them. Right. Mm. Do you get that impression or, or is that just me thinking into it a little too much? Somebody helping them as in Ukraine. Yes. Um, there's got well, yeah. I mean, I know there are people helping. In fact, there are there are some of our former military people that are involved. Okay, you know, they're they're actually over there fighting on on their behalf. They volunteered, uh, and there are other military folks that former military folks from other countries doing the same thing. So we have some um, we have some pretty. Um, intelligent and high you know not high ranking officials but people in um kind of like navy seal type of people you know that are over there assisting ukraine in some of this battle stuff so it's it's there so Uh, so so they are playing a role i i guess my question for this whole thing is what officially makes it end and As as we heard from Franz, if if Russia does take over Ukraine, he doesn't feel it's going to stop there. It's they're going to look for something else to overtake. It's just going to keep going. But well, it's the greed if Ukraine is able to hold Russia off, and Russia finally says, "Okay, you can have it. We're done." Mm-hmm. Like I think you even brought this up last week, Howie. Like, don't they always got to be on the edge of their seat though, and wondering when they're going to come back? Uh, I know I would be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so what? I get I, again goes back to what I just stated at the beginning of this. Like, what what happens here? How does this end? Does it end? Will it ever end? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what I, I, I see know. happening, in all honesty, is you know uh, when Ukraine or when this war officially ends, uh, they will be you know they will be part of NATO, and 
Uh, and with that being said, you know, there'll be United States military bases there mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, and just like we have in Japan, Germany, and, you know, those countries will be, will be in there too. And trust me, that's a strategic plan on our part too, because now we're in striking distance, no matter where we are in the world. And, and from another thing I was gathering from what he said is, um, no, I don't think it's a full blown, uh, you know, what do we call our, ours isn't technically a democracy here. It's what a democratic Republic, I think is what they call it or something like that. Yeah. A constitutional yeah. Republic, maybe. Is that what it is? I but anyway, my, so. my point is, um, Ukraine has some form of democracy now there as well, too. Mm -hmm. So that's, is that what Russia's really after that? They don't want them to be a democracy or is there, are they after the gas and the oils or what are they after there? Like, I don't understand. I, I, mean, I just, I'm not totally in the loop on what exactly is happening. Well, I don't think anybody is. Of, is it just a form of they want domination? Or I shouldn't say well, they, uh, he. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there is some parts of that domination factor in there, but I, I do think that uh, the natural resources that Ukraine has is pretty impressive. Okay. And, uh, and and that would be a... a um, a deciding factor in regards to what they're doing. I mean, I can okay. see them doing that and benefiting from that. And, you know, let's face it, you know, they're, they're supplying oil to everybody, including us, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Russia is. And, uh, and for whatever reason, we're dumb enough to keep buying it when we have our own resources. <laughs> but that's a whole other story uh, that, that we can go down a nasty rabbit hole for that one. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that, I think that's the ultimate goal for Russia. I mean, okay. but, but then again, who knows? Because they're not really forthright with us either, right. obviously. Right. No. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess we'll see how long this thing plays out. Um, well, yeah. What do you think is the deciding factor on when somebody's going to say, okay, like either, you know, you win, well, we submit, you can take us over, or you win, we're getting out of here? You know what I mean? Like, what what is the deciding factor? I mean, it's. I think it's going to come down to uh, how depleted. I, it's going to come down to Russia. It's not going to come down to Ukraine. Ukraine isn't going to give up. Yeah. You know, this is they're fighting for their liberty. You know, I mean, this is really think about it. This was us in seventeen seventy six. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, even though we look like we are outmanned and outgunned, uh, we weren't giving up because we had that pride factor. And I think Ukraine is the same way. And um, and I think with uh, Russia, it, it, I almost compare the Russia conflict with Ukraine the same way I compare us with Vietnam. <laughs> gotcha. You know, okay. They're going to they're going to come to a point where they're like, you know what, let's just back out all right yeah they they got us let's just move on yeah i mean and i think it's it only happened because uh they'll be completely depleted mm -hmm. you know in resources as far as military is concerned very so. interesting very interesting hmm. so i guess that gets us updated again on our little ukraine talk here so uh, if you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode with Franz Siedlmeier, please do so. He has a lot of intelligent insight. And um, even he himself said that we were a better conversation and interview than CNN. So, Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I that's what I took from the whole conversation. Yeah, we we're better than CNN. That's all I needed to hear. Um, so, like I said, we're going to move into World Cup talk here a little bit. Now, we're not going to get too deep into this because n- neither of us are big soccer fans, but those of us, I would say, are are patriotic. So we are we're going to pull for the United States and something like this. Um, and I know we have some uh, England listeners, and uh, you know uh, they're actually the top team in the, in the group. Uh, and the the group B, which is the one USA is in right now. Um, but as we're listening to this today, uh, USA defeated Iran one to nothing wow. with a game winning goal from, I'm going to try to pronounce his name right here again. It's not easy. It's Christian <laughs> Polishik, I think is how you say it, Polishik. Um, and interesting fact about him, he's actually born and raised, I shouldn't say raised because he moved out of our area probably around the age of five or so. Yeah. Uh, but he was born in Hershey, Pennsylvania, which is just uh, you know a half hour up the road from where we're recording. That's right. Um, so yeah, uh, game winner. Uh, he did get injured. He didn't come back out for the second half. Um, but he posted on Twitter that don't worry, I will be ready for Saturday because they did qualify for the knockout round, mm-hmm. and they will play the Netherlands, who is the top team from Group A. Yeah. So we'll see how that all plans out. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is interesting news because in every other country but the United States, soccer or football, as most other countries call it, is the top sport. Like that's that's what they play for. Um, Isn't it's just that not weird? I mean, it is. Yeah, I mean, it, it has caught on a little bit here. Uh, I mean, we do have professional soccer teams in the major cities and everything. Mm-hmm. In fact, we. Uh, here in our state, we had Philadelphia in the finals play against Los Angeles, and Los Angeles won. Yep. The uh, I don't even know what it's called. Is it is it Major League Soccer or yeah? Is it the Cup something. or or what do they what do they? Yeah, win? I don't know what they play for. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, the leg. They won, they won the championship. The Golden Leg. <laughs> yeah, the Golden Leg. <laughs> the Pele Leg. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, soccer. I I don't know. I mean. I never got into it. Uh, I mean, it is an athletic sport. That's for very sure. Very much. Very. Yeah, I mean, you have to be very conditioned to play soccer. Yeah. Very conditioned. Yeah. I to mean, be good at soccer. I mean, I can go out yeah. there and play today, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna be conditioned at it. But so. um, yeah, I mean, those guys. I mean, what each half is forty five minutes, and then um, the last. Or am I wrong? Is it forty? Forty minute forty. You know what? No, it's forty five. It's forty five. See, and that's and what then, kind of screws with my head because I'll watch a soccer game and I'm watching the time tick down, and then it, it gets up. down to zero, and then I'm like, yeah. "All right, now what?" Yep. You know, um, <laughs> when does well, it and end? Then, and then, well, that's the interesting thing is then if there's any injury timeouts or whatever, they don't ever stop mm-hmm. the clock. The clock no. keeps ticking. So what they do is when there's injuries, they just count how long that injury time was, and then they yeah. add it to the end of the game. So you don't See, really know when the game ends. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It's I kind know. of strange. It messes like, uh, with my head. And, yeah. and you know, and I know there's going to be a lot of soccer fans out there thinking, man, you guys are a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't care. I just don't understand it. Um, and hey, you that's fine. So much I don't better. Like, if they want to do something like that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think a clock going backwards with the actual time showing so that fans on TV understand when it's going to end would make it so much more um, uh, easier to understand, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, like I was watching it today and they got to the 90 minute mark and they're like, okay, there's nine minutes of injury play now. 
So now they're playing again past the 90 minute mark, <laughs> but it, the clock's still rolling up. Yeah. And it doesn't exactly end at 99 minutes. Like it's almost like they pick a spot where, <laughs> okay, they're, they're not ready to score. Yeah. There's no action going on. Okay. This is a good time to stop it. Like, yeah. because nobody has an attack going or anything like that. You know, like it's, I don't know. It's just really strange. Um, it is very strange. And I'll tell you what you want to, you want to hear strange. Um, do you want to hear like the, the rules that, uh, is it Quatar? Is that how you pronounce it? I think that? it's called, uh, Qatar. 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 Yeah, yeah. Qatar. Um, but yeah, Qatar's, um, the country of Qatar. And, Where even is or, that? Is that over in the Middle East somewhere? It is. Um, yeah. I didn't know if it was in, I didn't know if it was an African country or I think it's pretty small, right? It's not a very big country. It's not, but it's a very, um, it's a very anti-Western civilization type of country. Gotcha. And uh, so, for example, here, I'm just reading this off of one of the websites. Um, if you're on your way to Qatar and looking forward to strolling up to Al Bait Stadium in a bikini with a plastic sword in hand, which I guess is a big deal for, like, the English team, the England team. Okay. Um uh, one love band on your arm, rainbow hat on your head, and raising a pint, you're going to be disappointed. Uh -oh. And uh, and basically, these are the list of items that are banned at the World Cup, and um, and even reports that England fans have been told not to wear their crusader costumes, occasionally favored by middle-aged white men as misguided at best clothing for international matches. Um, but you know, some of the things that are banned from there is alcohol. Wow. Um, those armbands, those rainbow hats, uh, the stadium code of conduct states that fans must not remove items of clothing or otherwise remain in a state of undress including being shirtless and they must not reveal intimate body parts. Hmm. So no bare chest for us guys. And they talk about the swords and everything, but, but I, but I was like hearing this on another, I think it was on a, on a radio uh, show, like a morning show. And they were talking about, uh, you know, some of the consequences for coming in. Oh, you're not allowed to cheer your, your team. Like <laughs> you can't, you can't, cheer at the point to where the other team is going to feel like you're trying to instigate them. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. There's a lot of weird, there's a lot of weird things. But how do you determine that? Um, <laughs> I don't know. And that's the sad <laughs> part because I wouldn't want to be that person who broke that and uh, determine, yeah, uh, it's it's not good. It's not good at all. Um, let's see here. Where else was there another thing on here? But but yeah, you're you're not allowed to um, you're not allowed to overly cheer on your team. Uh, you're not allowed to do any uh, type of dancing on the field if you're a player. Uh, you know, there's a lot of weird things going on uh, that just kind of. Like, like, what the heck is going on here? I mean, it's so. it's weird because, like, a lot of sports have become showmanship, uh, especially in the United States here. And um, yeah. it doesn't sound like there's any of that going on over there. But Yeah. Oh, here's, um, here's another one here. Uh, any acts deemed as excessively intimate 
by authorities between men and women in public can lead to arrest. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, is that like hand-holding? Is that like... Uh, yeah. Um, and and here's another one, too. If you're in the stands and they, and they find out that you are, you know, showing any type of intimacy, hand-holding, kissing, um, living, you know... Living together while unmarried is also prohibited in the in uh, Qatar and in the wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, if How's you're, if you're there, this sounds like a fun place. Yeah, it sounds like a vacation spot to me. <laughs> um, and it also says Qatar laws on LGBTQ plus rights have received international attention and condemna- condemnation ahead of the world cup arriving in the uh, middle east so homosexuality homosexuality is illegal in qatar and authorities have reaffirmed their position on intimacy between persons in public being classified as offensive regardless of their gender sexual orientation or intent wow so uh yeah it's not so bad in the u.s after all huh yeah right yeah (laughs) how about that Brittany? I mean, that was another thing there. Uh, we could have brought that up when we were talking about Russia with Brittany Griner. I mean, she's... Yeah. You know what her sentence was? Was that like 10 years or something? Or Nine years. Yeah, nine years. I mean, that's... Nine years. I mean, that's... It is excessive. And do I agree with, like, the law of what they've come down on her? I don't. But then but again... It's their law. It's their law. You know what I mean? It's like if if I am an American... Guess where I'm not going to go vacation, right? Yeah, I'm not going to go to Moscow. I, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to go somewhere where I can get in trouble for doing stuff I enjoy. You know, like yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, so, yeah. It, it reminds me of the classic um, line in "Liar, Liar" with Jim Carrey when uh, <laughs> the guy calls him up and he says, uh, "I'm in trouble again. Can you help me get out? Do you have any advice for me?" He's like, "Yeah." Quit breaking the law, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like we, you know, we, we're we so privileged, and, and and we are. We're privileged to live in this country. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think people don't realize, yeah, you have a voice and you can speak your mind. As much as I think you might be an idiot at what you say, that's not for me to worry about. That's that's for you to determine if you want to say it or not, and you're allowed to. Right. Um, but don't expect these same morals and beliefs to be true and evident in uh, other countries because they're just flat out not. I mean, I just read about you know Qatar. You know, Brittany probably wouldn't even be allowed to be in that country because of her sexual preferences. Right. So, yeah, I mean, people are so quick to attack America and uh, and I shouldn't. It's mostly the Americans, right? Yeah, it is. Not even people from other countries that are like mad about what we it's like the people that live here. But like if they had a chance to go to another country and see how they're living, like they would be like. It's not so bad here. Like, you know what? We're we're so conceited, though. We don't even they don't even see that anymore. People are just they they turn a blind eye, and and they're like, yeah, um, no, oh well, it's just let's move on. It doesn't matter because they're them and we're us, and we have the right to do what we want. It's like, no, you don't. You just don't have the right to do what you want. So stop trying to uh, 
to uh, do things like this that are going to get you in trouble. So um, I'm going to do another thing that we don't usually talk about too often, but we are getting down to the end of the college football season. So uh, this is we're recording this on Tuesday night, and the college football playoff rankings just came out. And we got three undefeated teams um, in Division One, and, uh, of course, they take the top three spots. So you got Georgia at number one, Michigan at number two, uh, TCU at number three. And then right now, sitting in that fourth spot is USC. Um, and, you know, if everything kind of plays out and everybody wins out the way they're going to, you're going to see USC play Georgia in the uh, the first round of the playoff. And then TCU would play Michigan in the second round or in the, in the first round. And then the winners obviously would face each other in the championship. Yeah. So as long as everybody wins out there, they're going to control their own destiny. But um, they sure. all have their conference championship games coming up this weekend. And that, that'll actually probably be decided uh, as this is recorded. So this could change mm-hmm. very much. Uh, I think Georgia, uh, I, I should have brought this up. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I think Georgia plays LSU in their championship. Um, I'll yeah, tell you what, I'll pull, it, game. I'll pull it up as we're talking here because uh, okay. I don't want to give out any misinformation here. So we got and- Utah versus USC for the Pac-12 championship. Uh, Purdue versus Michigan for the Big Ten championship. Uh, yeah. Kansas State versus TCU for the uh, Big 12 championship. And, yes, LSU and Georgia for the SEC, SEC championship. Wow. So, wow. Um, so USC, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's the first-year head coach there. Uh, wasn't he the one that came over from Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought so. So, um, yeah, that's, that's a big step for him to be uh, taking his team yeah. to the college football championship in the first year. Well, I shouldn't say championship, the playoff, because, uh, you know, uh, they do have the one game before the championship now. Mm-hmm. So we're at four teams, and what, they, they added those four teams, what, was that probably about five, seven years ago, something like that? I don't even know if it was that long ago. Okay. Um, but, but now yeah, they're talking I mean, about 2026 going up to, what, 12 teams? Is that what I've seen? You know what? It would be interesting, wouldn't it? Um, Do you think too many, though? You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of even go a year ago. Think about the bowl games. Um, you know, for example, Kenny Pickett for Pitt. When they went yep. to a bowl game, he didn't even play. Because yeah. the bowl game really didn't mean anything to him. Because uh, because of his pro career, yep. being he didn't want to risk injury. He didn't right. want to risk it, and I and I get it. Uh, but it's still a bowl game, and your team made it. You should have to play it. That's that would be my opinion. Uh, so, so with I the college think, football playoff, you're saying that's going to give these kids a, a reason to play. Exactly, exactly. So now they have a chance to actually win a national championship. And so now you're going to see these players that normally would have sat out now playing in these games. And that's a good point. And not that there's going to be many guys that qualify this, but and I don't really know exactly how the whole thing works now, but now they have this NIL thing, right, mm-hmm. where they can get paid for sponsorships yeah. and stuff like that. So that's another reason why they don't have to be as cautious to sit out knowing that they do have some sort of income and it's not fully dependent on their NFL career after that, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know how much they're getting paid for that. And I don't know if they have to split it with the school. Do you, uh, do you know any of those details? I'm not I sure. I don't know the details behind it. I just know that, yeah, they're now, they're now getting compensated for like their yeah. jersey yeah. sales and such. Yeah. Cause I seen, um, Bryce young, the Alabama quarterback was in a commercial for something the other day. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Cause I mean, yeah. even, Two years ago, you wouldn't have seen that. And now, you know, you're seeing college athletes, you know, uh, 
yeah. on commercials. So yeah. I think that's right. Um, these schools were getting way too rich off of these players' names and likenesses and stuff like that. And um, True. these guys are putting their bodies on the line. Now, granted, they're getting a full scholarship. I get it. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But as we're sitting here talking, just like we were saying about Kenny Pickett last year, with all it takes is for these guys to break an ankle or break a leg oh, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they've lost millions of dollars in their pro career. They and they sure didn't get do. the opportunity to take any money in college because whatever the rules were, because you, you weren't as an amateur allowed to, to take any money from anybody. And think about right. all the, the records that have been scoured and uh, championships that were uh, deleted mm-hmm. because of things like that. And I now, I mean, why, why can't they go back in the record books and let that go now? You know, like now, yeah. now seeing that, I mean, yeah, I get it. It was illegal then, but should it have been? Probably not, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. So, I don't know. It's it's a strange thing, but so yeah. we'll see where we are with the college football championship. Um, you don't watch college football much, do you? I mean, do you pull for Pitt because you're a Pittsburgh fan, or uh, I, I do pull for Pitt, but I've been watching. I've been watching lately, and uh, like when I'm when I'm at home and it's a Saturday afternoon, and there's a I'll just tune in if there's a two a big, high a marquee game, game on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been following Georgia a lot, and I. Mm-hmm. I They've always been kind of one of those teams that I kind of pull for, I think, since Heinz Ward came out of there and everything. Gotcha. Um, so them and, you know, and I'll, I'll pay attention a little bit to Notre Dame because they seem to always make headlines somewhere along the line. Yeah, by doing something, right. Yeah, exactly. And um, and I follow, like, um, obviously Penn State, which is in our own backyard. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll follow them. And um Michigan, I, I kind of root for Hardball to lose. No offense there. I know you're a Michigan <laughs> fan. So Why don't you like um, Hardball? Because of his brother? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see his brother happy in any way, shape, or form, Troy. So, I'll tell you what, though. Coaches, it's amazing. Coaches, the Baltimore Ravens, by the I'm way. A, yeah, I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big Michigan fan. I was a Michigan fan. I'll tell you, when I first started really liking Michigan, it was probably back when Desmond Howard had his big run as uh, oh, he, yeah. he won the Heisman. He was that fun year. to watch. He was yeah. so much fun to watch. So he, they were the one. It's it's weird. My fandom is really weird because I always get into them because of one player or one thing that mm-hmm. happens, and then there's always another player that comes right after that. It's like, oh, I'm a huge fan now. Yeah. So for the Braves, it was Dave Justice, and then Chipper came, and I'm like, oh, I'm okay. a big fan now. You know. Now with the with Michigan, it was Desmond Howard, and then who was the next wow. guy? Uh, Desmond Howard. Oh, Tom Brady. No, he wasn't actually no. that big of a star at Michigan, to be honest. No, he wasn't. Um, he won the Heisman there as a defensive player. Shoot, why can't I think of his 97, name? 97, national champions. Come on. I Played, um, played for, drafted by the Raiders, went to the Packers. Yeah. Oh. Um, he Actually, he was the one that made the fumble on Brady that, that caused the tuck yeah. roll game. Yeah, it's Charles it's not, Woodson. Charles Woodson, yes. Yep. Yes. I'll tell you when that guy that guy was on a whole different level in college yeah, football. He was the man I mean, he was the returner. Boys. He played offense. He played defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, he beat Peyton Manning out for the Heisman that year. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think there was a good there was a good running back for somebody that year too. That was really good. Was that Tomlinson that your same year? Ladanian. It might have been. It might have been. Know. So I'll have to look that up now. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's funny. I listened to this other one podcast and uh, they, they do like a drinking game as their uh, 
Yeah. You know, and and uh, one of their drinking things is if somebody has to Google something while they're talking, that's a drink <laughs> or whatever. So <laughs> we should start adding that. <laughs> oh, geez. I was going to say, I am sitting um, next to my bar here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, 1997 Heisman Trophy, Charles Woodson. Hmm. Okay. Um, who were the finalists? Here we go. Oh, that's who it was. It was Ryan Leaf. <laughs> oh, jeez. And here's the other. Here's the offensive star that I was forgetting, Randy Moss. Oh, oh, just Randy, huh? Yeah, only Randy. Yeah. <laughs> so Ryan pretty, Leaf. Wow. Yeah. And there's a guy. I'll tell you what. And and we chatted about this guy in our um in our group chat too a little bit. But that yeah. If that guy could have kept his head on, I'll tell you what. That guy had talent. He had he had yeah. arm talent he could throw a ball um he sure could but he just couldn't i think he had a big did he was he really big into drinking or something right did he have a drinking problem or was he in painkillers something right he he was definitely messing around with something and uh yeah and he just he thought he was too good for the world back in the day i remember that i mean i remember when he came out i was like man this guy seems like a pompous guy well do you know who he reminded me of a little bit and um very similar story, to be honest, but this guy had a little bit more success than Ryan Leaf did, and he Kerry was right Collins. here from our background, our backyard. Yeah, Kerry. who? Kerry Collins. Kerry Collins. Yep. Yeah. Very similar. Kerry. Very similar demeanors. Everything. Like, yeah. But yeah, Kerry was able I, to hold on to it a little bit better than Ryan could. You know. Well, he had a little f- more. I, I would imagine he had probably more family support. Yeah, uh, Carrie, possibly. Yeah, Carrie, yeah, Carrie had a lot of support from mom and dad. In fact, when Carrie Collins was in high school, he he played for Lebanon High School, which was a primarily option um, football team where basically all they did was run the ball. Right. And uh, and they're like, uh, I think we should move with dad. Yeah. And, uh, and, because the parents were divorced, first, right? Yeah, parents were yeah. divorced, and uh, so they moved. They moved Carrie to Wilson School District, which is a very um, um, prolific football program. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they've had quite a few talents. There's uh, still one in the NFL there. right now, Chad Henney, you know. Yeah, Chad Henney, uh, quarterback there. Um, John Gilmore was a tight end mm-hmm. who went to Penn State and played uh, for the Chicago Bears and a couple other teams. And Is that why I'm missing? Uh, is that where that is? Yeah, it's in why yeah, I'm missing it. I thought so. West yeah. Reading, um, same place as uh, um, Taylor Swift. Who? Oh yeah, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Exactly. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so we get football and singers in our backyard. Yeah. What do you got in yours, Nashville? Yeah. Anyway, Nashville. <laughs> yeah, they have to move to you. We, we breed. We breed and have them born here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I, I mean, Ryan Leaf. I mean. But as I was saying in our group chat that we had with our football talk guys, um, it's you you gain a lot more respect for Ryan Leaf because he owns up to it. He owns up to the whole situation. He's a man about it. And now he's out doing speaking engagements and, you know, trying to help kids not go down the same road that he did. So and he also speaks to the rookies in the NFL. Yep about it too which is really cool i like yeah he just seems like he's really the light bulb finally clicked for him and he's actually doing the right thing yeah and uh yeah ryan leaf in fact i think his podcast is called bust or busted i forget what okay 
So he even um, like kind of busts on himself for uh, yeah, for being yeah, a bust. He, <laughs> yep, he plays off of, and he admits he's the biggest bust in the NFL. In well, I don't life. know if he's the biggest, but he's he's up yeah. there. He's up there. I mean, yeah. you, you could. I mean, look at all those quarterbacks that were taken so high in drafts. You know, like Jamarcus mm-hmm. Russell. Uh, yeah, I mean, that true. guy ballooned to what three fifty or something at one point. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's his face for the. Um, um, well, for the Carolina Johnny Manziel, like, Baker Mayfield, yeah, Baker, Baker's much anybody that was drafted by uh, Cleveland. <laughs> Brandon yeah, Whedon, you remember that one, yeah. the twenty-eight-year-old? Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Where, where did he go to school? I forget. Was he in North Carolina or something like that? Or I don't know. No. I know that's where Mitch Trubisky went, and he was the number two pick overall. Yep. Yeah, that, that poor so, guy. I, I hope. I, I hope some. He seems like such a nice dude. I just. I, I, hope something, I hope something falls in place for him somewhere, even if it's being it, a career backup and having a good, steady role as a backup somewhere. Where mm-hmm. you, you look back on it, you know, ten years from now or fifteen years from now, and you're like, "Dang, Mitch Trubisky is still the backup quarterback for whoever in the NFL, like Josh McCown or you know yeah. one of those guys." You know what I mean? Well, like, why, why can't I think of the guy for the Steelers? He was the backup for Roethlisberger. Charlie and Batch. Also, yeah, Charlie Batch is a yep. perfect example. Same of that. Exact, yep. Yeah, he you was know, a high he, pick, right? He was a high pick. He was actually a pro bowler at one time. Yeah. Uh for Detroit. And um yeah, and then uh well he was from Pittsburgh too, so I think that helped. Oh, was he? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um he yeah, went to he Central went to, Michigan, I think. Yeah, he went to yeah, he went to Central Michigan or one something. One of the Michigans like up there. Yeah. And um and then uh ended up coming back to Pittsburgh, coming home to Pittsburgh and and he was perfect. Did he end his career then? There. I think he did. Yeah, he did. He yeah. still does commentating for them, actually. Oh, does he? Good for him. Yeah. For him. Yep. Yep. He's a. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. So that's you. You wish you wish things like that would happen for nice guys, and I. I'd hate to see Mitch seems so nice, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I don't know. It just he can't get a break anywhere, and 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 maybe it is him. Maybe it's just maybe he's not quite picking everything up as as quickly as he needs to be. Well, um, but maybe I there's a system out there say, that'll work for him too. You know. Matt Canada's offense out there. I mean, Matt Canada as a coordinator. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think if, he's done he's, after this year. I think he has to be. He ha- yeah. if if Mike Tomlin wants to remain as coach for the Steelers, I think Canada needs to go. I yeah, mean, I think he's. What is this? His third year with them now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, what have they really done with him as an OC? They, they've done nothing. All they've done with they they've basically taught Roethlisberger to drop back a half a step and throw it. Right. Uh, and that's kind of his offense. You know, step back, quick read, pass, and and be done. A lot of misdirection on. screens, yeah. stuff like that. Oh, yeah, jet sweeps. I yep. mean, ugh. It's yeah. just ugly. It's I so think he gets too cute. He's too cute, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, so. I agree. So we'll see. We'll and that's not. Happens. And the funny thing about the Steelers is, yeah, every once in a while they throw a trick play in there. But going mm-hmm. back, you know, watching the Steelers as long as I can remember, there was one thing you could always count on with the Steelers: they were going to hit you in the mouth. Oh yeah, they were going to run at your face. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, I know. Man, I missed the Jerome Bettis days. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, any think about any of them running backs. I mean, even oh, go back to freaking Franco. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. um, Barry Foster was in there. Uh, Merrill Hodge. Um, Bam Morris, yeah, Bam Morris. I mean, all them guys. I mean, they yeah. were big, brutal running backs, and they mm-hmm. were going to run you over. And yeah, 
I mean, I Najee has that ability, but the offense isn't that type of offense to do that. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's Jalen Warren, too. I, I keep my eye I on like him. him I think I think they're not playing him as much as they need to. And I know he's hurt right now, but yeah, he's hurt right now. But yeah, he's—I see him as a starter for the Steelers. I think so too. And it's—you hate to drop back on that because you spent such a high pick on Najee, right? But I I don't. I think he seems to fit them better than Najee does. And I'm—and I think Najee could be a great change of pace guy. I'm not saying that. You, Mm -hmm. I think in today's NFL, you need two good running backs. You have to have two good running backs. And um, um, I, I like Steelers' carousel of running backs. I, I like uh, yeah. Najee, that McFarlane uh, came in the other last yeah, night. McFarlane, he played well. Uh, Benny Snell. Benny Snell. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they got some talent. When you got uh, Benny Jackson. Snell and McFarlane as your third and fourth guys, that's that's nothing to sneeze at, you know. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, they're the ones that carried the show last night, you know. So, uh, but yeah, they. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I don't. I don't expect uh, Matt Canada to be around after next year. So, all right, Howie. So we talked about Ukraine. We talked about the World Cup. We talked about the yeah. college football playoffs, which then got us into a little bit of pro talk there for a second. Uh, we talked about our Spotify playlist. So again, yeah. check that out. Spotify. Stay tuned with Troy and Howie. The music. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. So please, and if you do listen to that, please yeah. um, find a way to reach out to us, whether you email us or find us on social media, whatever. Just hit us up and. Uh, let us know what you think about it, because um, we'd like to pass that on to the artists, too, because um, yep. we, we, we've and, talked to some great artists, and they have some some good music out there that needs to be heard. So And reach out to those artists and let yes. them know you listen to them, you know, on this playlist so that, yes. they, you know, so that they know. Because we do uh, – when we play music that you hear uh, before the podcast and at the end of the podcast, you know, we do have to get their permission. And uh, the more that you point out that you like their music, the more that they are willing to uh, provide us that music. So right. uh, keep it coming, folks. So, yeah. Um, so I think that's a good place for us to kind of wrap things up here this week. Um, I guess we can end things off with a Go USA. And uh, I guess actually after this airs, we'll know, I guess, whether they got knocked out by the Netherlands or not, because that game, I think, is on Saturday. Oh, um, yeah. So, yeah. Good luck see. to USA. And, uh, and guys, figure out a way to keep track of your timing so that we don't get confused. What do you mean? <laughs> With soccer. Oh, yes. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's, geez, I forgot we talked about that whole thing. Yeah, but, right. Um, so sounds like a plan. All, All right. right well, hey. well, we'll talk to you, everybody, next week. Yep. Until next week, stay tuned. Going on the great south side of Baghdad, where around the dragon blows fire. He's got a double stack of anti-tank mines Eating hungies, hands and toes, but he's a liar He said I wouldn't get an off that bridge Hell, he don't know how far i go Well, falling's gonna happen When you're learning to walk on a pair of stilts Kicking ass in all directions Where it lands is where it sticks It's a hit
dragon is getting bit. Grandpa Herb was an airborne ranger fighting Nazis in Normandy. He had bullet holes all in his chest. Never saw himself as a casualty. I know, no. Surviving's a family tradition. Dragons ain't nothing but make believe. That's right. Yeah, I'm on a never ending mission. And that son of a gun ain't killing me. Never panic and always breathe deep well, Pops taught me everything I know Did the U.S. Army refine me Tomorrow's never promised You gotta make your own destiny Grandpa Herb was an airborne ranger he had bullet holes all in his chest Never saw himself as a casualty No, no Surviving's a family tradition Dragons ain't nothing but make-believe That's right Well, I'm on a never-ending mission Son of a gun ain't killing me Yeah, I'm on a never-ending mission That route the dragon ain't killing me U.S. Army Combat Veteran, Matt Zajac This concludes our broadcast day Thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, follow and like everything we do social media wise. Also, please share, subscribe, rate, review on whatever platform you're listening to. And also let them know you can now listen to us on Rowdy IM Radio.